0: Good morning. Morning, good morning. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. What's happening? Let's go upgrade some lives today. What do you think?
1: I'm up for it. Let's change, change some lives, set some new perspectives, get some goals, get people moving in the right direction. And teach some new shit.
0: I like that. Sure, I've, I, I've got some things that I slipped into the slides last night as I was up inspired so even Chris will be surprised at some of these slides this morning. All right nine o'clock on the dot let's go because we got a lot to cover today. So again good morning everybody hope you got some great content um, yesterday and took away some ideas and put an extra deal or two in your pocket for this quarter and today I know this is one of Chris's major passions and mine too it's It's all communications, guys, and we're going to have some fun with this one. So this this section is called The Art of Attraction, and I I just added connection because attraction is one thing. Um, Connection is where the money is, though, right? The attract and close. You've got to attract, connect, and go. So we're going to talk about how understanding that law, the art, and science, because there is science behind it. It is an art, and there's a couple universal laws to it, too. So let's roll through here. Mentioned this yesterday, but I'm going to bring it into context here today, and then we could chat about this for a second. Before you cause anybody to take any action, you have to have their attention and trust. Right? Attention and trust. There's Chris. There's there's nothing else. There's no way you can get anybody to do anything else. Um, you
1: can't you can't influence anybody without having any of those things. You can't relate to them without really having any of those things, and that that's your goal. That's that's the initial initial goal that you're looking for.
0: Now let's put this into context kind of, because you can walk into a store and buy a purse from a salesperson you hate, right? But that's a different scenario, right? That's just a, a means to an end. They're just in the way of a transaction. This yeah. is actually attracting and connecting a tribe member, a sphere, a lifetime value of $130,00,0. It's connecting and entering into their world. And the action is to think about you. So in order to get them to think about you, we have to capture their attention and trust. So there's a simple formula. I recommend you tattoo it backwards on your forehead. So every time you look into the mirror, you see it right there. Attention plus trust equals action. So this is let's let's talk about this for a second, Chris, because I wrote this down last night. Trust is a caveman style, subconscious reaction to tiny modalities and submodalities that make or break your career unknowingly.
1: That's true. I mean, there are things that are inside of you. You don't even realize that they're there. Like You have natural, natural inhibitions, natural urges, natural things that you do, and so does everybody else. And I'm sure I know what we're heading towards and getting into, so I don't want to dive too much into mm-hmm. it. But you're, you're naturally looking for those things in everybody that's out there. That's what you're searching for while you're going about your day, going about your business, and that's where those connections of trust are. And they're, they are. They're subconscious. And these modalities, there's so many different ways to connect to everybody, whether it's personality, the way you move, the way you think, the way your eyes look, the way you talk, all of those little tiny things. And you just, you don't realize them. And that's where we really need to focus on is getting down to understanding and realizing where those are at in ourselves. And that's where we're headed today.
0: That's where we're heading today. Before we get a little deeper, because guys, we're going deep today, and this is gonna be transformational to whatever stage of career you're in right now. But I wanna throw one thing out here. This requires you to pay attention. This requires you to think. This requires you to really connect and give somebody the greatest respect in the world is actually presence, right? And be present with people and actually listen and understand and get to them and connect with them, which means you can't be worrying about words, right? I'm not gonna blend sessions here. But when Chris and I go in to do scripts in another session later on today, you have to have the words internalized, guys, because if I'm sitting here wondering about what I'm going to say, I can't pay attention to how you're doing and the modalities and the submodalities we're going to go into in just a second. It's impossible. So there's zero percent chance you're going to be a superstar unless you internalize your presentations, right? I'm going to just say there's zero percent chance. Now, you could be a marginal producer and do 10... 12, 15 deals just because you you were the high school prom queen and you know everybody and that's fine. But to get to a 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 deal producer level, it's physically impossible unless you're completely going autopilot with your presentation process. And then you can actually connect and, and really connect with people. So that's what we're going to get into today because I put caveman style subconscious reaction because that's what this is. And most people go through life just letting it happen to them, but not us. We're going to make sure that our tribe is elevated we're going to do a lot better than
1: I want to to emphasize your one of the first statements that you made when you got to that slide was the greatest gift and respect you can give somebody is your presence and that is so important and it's so simple it really is such a simple concept but you really have to really understand what that means and we really dig into it a little bit more but just understanding what Jeff really said get out of your head Don't worry about what you're going to say. You really have to understand who you are so you can pay attention to who the person across from you is and be present in every aspect of communication you're going to give them. The way you're looking at them, the way you're talking to them, the way they're looking at you talking to you, the words they use, all of those things. That's so important. Your presence in those appointments on the phone, in person, via Zoom is so incredibly important. And like you said, that is the greatest respect you can give somebody is to be present in every moment with them. And that's where you are in that trust.
0: Absolutely, a thousand percent. That is the key to this business. And we, we built on yesterday when Craig and I were doing the art of real estate, we talked about the personality profiles, right? The D, the I, the S, the C, understanding who you are and how you operate. is, That's the foundation. If I'm walking into a presentation and meet somebody, and I know that I'm a high D, high I, which I am, right? And that brings with it a lot, and I have to be aware of it and conscious about that because if I'm about to go present to a high C, right, I have to make some internal shifts. Would you guys agree with that? But I have to be self-aware and conscious enough, right, to go into a different mode to pay the highest level of respect, which is to to present in a manner that these people – operate right that's really it we're going to go a lot deeper on that thought in just a second so stay with us here this is a concept i like to kind of throw in here and i do it every next level brain plasticity and for those who may have been in the medical field or just read it's basically it's it's an old dog can learn, learn new tricks right it's it's absolutely happens that the brain forms new connections between neurons so what we're doing is teaching you things you've never known before so there's no resistance allowed because your brain's gonna learn it no matter what. So I just want you to pay attention that you are forming new connections inside while we're doing this one. So let's go deep. Finish this sentence, Chris. People like people who are?
1: Like themselves or like somebody who they want to be like. Correct. Right? So every, People like people who are like themselves. So if they like people who are like themselves, you have to know who you are, the things that you like, and you start identifying that people are going to like those qualities in you just as you're going to like some of those qualities in somebody else. They're going to like the things you like. They're going to like the way you dress, the way you do your hair, the way you talk, the way you walk. They're going to start liking those things. Or they like people who are like how they would like to be like, how they would see themselves in their own mind if they could be this perfect person. So, they like people who are like themselves or like how they want to be like.
0: Okay. Now this is an important aspect. This is not a conscious step. Okay. This is a instantaneous fight or flight DNA structured caveman response. Okay. Yep. Really important. You guys recognize this guys. If somebody walks into a room instantly, we judge them instantly. We size them up instantly. We're going up and down and we're prejudging. We're doing everything we're not supposed to do, but we're doing it because of survival based mechanism. And internally, our drunk monkey, we met him yesterday, is saying, this guy's going to kill me, yes or no. That's instantaneous what it is. Well,
1: let's, and this- tie in, let's tie in yesterday's your, v, your like, D-I-S-C-V-A-K. They're going to express that to people around them in a way that helps you to understand what they're thinking. They're going to say, that person looks like somebody who I would get along with. I just feel like they're a good person. You know, just when I'm around them, it's just, it's kind of, it just sounds and feels like everything's just a good thing. They're going to start expressing that in those ways too.
0: Yep, absolutely. Wait till you see some of the modalities I added in last night. You're going to get a kick out of it. So let's go deeper. So if, if you just meet somebody and this was an interesting step study, this was a Facebook study that really fascinated me when I read it was just an article that I read. I got targeted on it, but it says in order to have, it was actually an article about love and can people um, create a scenario where love just happens? And the answer was yes, as a scientific issue, as long as there were three commonalities with somebody that was the found, enough of a foundation to create the trust and the bond, which lets the guards down, which creates love. right? This is a long story, large article summarized, but three commonalities. So I want you to think about that. When you're meeting somebody, guys, remember, this is the largest financial transaction in their life and they're gonna wanna feel comfortable with you. So three commonalities is, what's, is the foundation of a connection. So if I'm walking through somebody's house and I happen to see fishing poles, right, then, and I like to fish, there's a commonality. Simple, right? If I see a sports team that I happen to like too, I'm not faking this. It's an actual real commonality. Then that's another one that I'm going to do. If they have kids and it looks like they're the same age to play the same sports as mine. There's a commonality, right? You get it? This is the, the thing. So that's people like people who are like themselves. So if you like the things that they like, and truly you can't fake this shit, right? Don't say, I love golf. And they ask you a question. If you've never played around in your life, you're going to look like a fraud, right? So this is a commonality, real, true commonality of, of connection. Real life, this one.
1: real life example yesterday, one of my old neighbors wants to sell their house. I'm driving up to their house. I pull up to their driveway. I've got a newer Ram 1500. He just bought a week ago a Ram 1500. There you Three, go. One, stick it in my brain. I also see in the back, they didn't have a pool a year ago. I just built a pool about a year and a half ago. He just built a pool about six months ago. There's boom, number two, you start paying attention to all those things. Shuffle them away in your brain as you're going through that and then you're gonna use them at that prime example. Those commonalities are gonna be key. That's where that, that connection gets going, the trust starts building, you're showing them that respect, you're getting respect back and you're just making progress little by little with those little commonalities, that's your in, that's what's really gonna
0: help you connect with them. Absolutely, here's the the short circuit, the the short, the secret way into this though. The coolest person in the world is you, okay? The coolest person in the world is that guy in his world, okay? That's the safest, let me rephrase the word, the safest, most trustworthy person in the world is him, right, the least likely person to harm him in the entire planet is him you guys get that so that's trust he loves that person he loves everything about that person because that person is the safest most trustworthy coolest person he knows in his world so you enter the equation and the closer you are to that people like people who are like themselves so those commonalities start to come in and instantly you're part of the cool tribe right he likes you and now you're aligned with him you're less likely to kill him guys i told you this is caveman style thinking but it is it's a subconscious thing do i like this guy if, if Chris pulled up in a little bright pink um, Volkswagen Beetle with some flowers sticking out of the front of it and the guy's got his his Ram truck, new one there, not the same connection, okay? Different tribe, different thinking, different person purchasing aspects. You guys get it? So we'd have to find other ways to connect. But because he had the car, they just put a pool and they, they have those things. He's almost like a parallel brother from another universe. Like, oh my God, I found you. Where have you been all my life? Subconscious. Oh, friend. Look, friends,
1: <laughs> in, in their brain, that's what they're thinking. <laughs> Exactly, they have to right. just throw their arms up and give you a hug at that point, that's but inside, right. that's what they're thinking. Like, oh, oh, come on in. Let's talk some more.
0: That's it, right? And then you win. And here's the scary part, guys. This connection happens within three to seven seconds. You either have the deal or you're done. There's no coming back from it. You're, that's it. I'm telling you, seven seconds face-to-face, seven seconds zooming, okay? Seven seconds. That's it. And they lost it. Now what's happening during those seven seconds. I put three seconds because three seconds is over the phone, right? Three seconds is all you have to capture their attention and trust, right? That's hard to do. It's a whole different skill set. We have to do a whole other class on that. I'm going to go face to face and zoom in right now. Seven seconds. What happens during that seven seconds? What are they doing?
1: they're basically creating their own movie in their head of who you are, they're analyzing, their brain is literally taking every single thing that it possibly can. Where normally your brain is like this and then their brain now puts on some blinders and they are focused clearly on you trying to identify, like you said, am I fighting? What am I doing here? Where am I supposed to go? How's this gonna go? inside they're asking all these questions in their head during that three to seven seconds and it's natural. They can't control it. They have no idea it's even going on, and they're not aware of it, but it's happening.
0: And here's what they're looking at. This is happening at a subconscious level. Like Chris just said, they're comparing and contrasting you. If you remind them of their Uncle Raul, and they hate Uncle Raul, you're dead. (laughs) Nothing you did, right? You just look like him, or you talk like him. Or here's the other things that they're looking at. Eye contact. Right? talk about eye contact. Eye contact It's fascinating for me, Chris. I know you've got little kids you're raising too, to look at it from a different perspective. Right? I, I've got a little eight-month-old, right? She's looking, she's learning things that she didn't even know she's learning, and eye contact's one of them. Right. How is am I actually saying, okay, today we're having a lesson, Rami? And today from 1030 to 11 we we're gonna teach the science of eye contact. No, she just noticed how do I look at her? Right. And Do I stare at her? Do I look at her for a long time? Do I look at her lovingly? Is it a long gaze? Is it a short gaze? Do I look left? Do I look right? This is just registering her and how people look at each other, right? And that's her survival round. That's what's influencing her. Same thing when she sees grandpa or mom or all that stuff come over. That's the same thing happened to us. We learned eye contact by watching our tribe. We learned our facial expressions by watching our tribe, our postures, our hand gestures, everything that how we communicate is a direct reflection of our conditioning because we are conditioned just like dogs. Every single one of us. You were trained by your mom, dad, aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa, neighbors, teachers, everybody who had influence and had your attention, right? Molded you to a certain age during your formative years. And that's what made you you, right? And you're perfect just the way you are.
1: That's what I was just about to say. It's not right or wrong. They are not right or wrong. You are not right or wrong. But like we talked about in the beginning, it's about giving them that respect of understanding. How do you do these things? How do you move your hands? What is your comfort level? Because that's all what this is. It's, it's a comfort level to them. Like you were talking about, everybody's raised that certain way and the people that you are around creates those in those experiences for you. It says that when someone looks at me like this, this is what it means. When someone makes that facial expression, that's what that means. When somebody starts doing this with their hands, that's what that means. They all have a meaning in their head of what that really means. And that's why it's so important that you have to be able to identify and connect with them, be present and start understanding what those things are. Start connecting with them on a different level. Eye contact huge, you walk in the door and they're staring you down, give them a little bit of a stare back, give them that respect of saying, this is how they communicate. If they're kind of glancing all around, you, know, you don't sit there and stare down at them and kind of force them into a corner. You just give them that respect. This is all about respect. I'm gonna respect who you are. Let's connect some more. Let's find out if we're friends. And if we're not, let me figure out how I can be your friend.
0: While you guys are watching this, watch when Chris is talking, or when I'm talking, I want you guys to learn a little bit. And it's, just, it's stretching a muscle, right? This is just something new. It's peripheral vision is is your best friend in the world. So as I'm talking, I'm part of a tribe that talks with my hands, right? I, Chris too, when he's making points, he's doing this, he's doing this and we do, right? We're just talking, this is how we deliver this, how we communicate. It's not just something we're trying to do because we feel like doing it, it's just how we communicate. So if you saw Chris and I at a bar bullshitting over beer talking, you're gonna watch us doing this type of stuff. It looks like we're doing some patty cake stuff all the time, but we're just communicating. So if you were to enter into our communication world and if you just sat there like this and talked, we're gonna think you're wacko. And we're gonna be like, stranger, danger, weirdo, get out. We don't want you, go away. Because the coolest people in the world do this, right? When they talk and they walk and they move their arms and they do the things that they do. And it's not right, wrong, it just is what we're doing. So we get along because we're not, we're similar. We're a similar tribe. That's the whole issue. This is what it's about guys, it's the icon. Zooming is so important because you can really control, right, yourself and watch the language structures, all the things. Let's go a little deeper. So we got eye contact, how they're doing those things. Facial expressions. You, know, you have people that are just walking around with a smile on their face, right? That's just their tribe is how they actually work. They can be pissed off. You guys all know people that are, they can be so pissed at you, but a big ass smile on their face. Well, that's just how they do it. If you're gonna enter their world, put a smile on your face. Now, if you go to a presentation, they're like, you know, resting bitch face nonstop. Then that's just how they are. And it's not right or wrong. It's just That's just their tribe. If you go out when their friends are having drinks, you're going to make them all pissed at each other because that's just how they stand. Right? It's just that. It. So if you're going to enter their world, put it on. right? We're going to talk about neutrality in a second. It's the first step is going into neutral, analyzing the situation then entering into their world with their eye contact, their facial expressions, their posture. Right? So they're chilling out, hanging out. If we're doing a Zoom call and I'm leaning on my countertop and I'm just hanging out in a casual mode, you would be better served to kind of casualize yourself, lean in a little bit and just have a little casual conversation. Now, I'm sitting there like this pretty stoic and that, yeah, adjust because that's where I am right now and that's how I'm communicating and people like people who are like themselves. So right now I'm a stoic, stood up straight type of straight laced person and I like those people. So the closer you are to that, the faster I'm gonna sign a contract with you. The further you are from that, the quicker I'm gonna come up with an excuse to ghost on your ass and I'm out. Okay. people Simple. in
1: communications not real estate people in communications in their okay. house means absolutely nothing people in communications in the beginning this is what it's about how do we do that then then moving on to their energy and mood if you walk in and you if you walk in the door and they're all going hey what's going on it's a great day how's everything been you've been good this week you've been good today That that's what you got to do that's you have to identify that and don't go in and just I'm good. How are you today? Let, let's get some energy behind it. Change, Change those things. You got to be willing to put a little bit in. This is again, it's respect. I respect you. I'm going to show you that. I want to give you that level of respect. Let's do those same things. Let's give them that same kind of energy and words. Words are so incredibly important here, but not just what they're saying, how they're saying it. They say hello. I say hello. They say, come on in. I said, I'm coming on in. The tonality is huge when you can match those tonalities with them. Like I said, back in the back of their head, those the, the brain plasticity in there, they're learning that you are doing those same things and identifying that you are one of them. And they're just adding it into the Rolodex in the back of their head. Oh, yep, yeah, let them in. They're good. We're all right. We're safe.
0: Seven seconds, right? This is this is the scan, guys. They're looking at your eyes. They're looking at your posture. They're looking at how you're standing. And it's a mirror image. And if it matches, you win. If it doesn't, you're out. It's a seven-second listing presentation, guys. Seven-second buyer presentation. It's a seven-second recruiting interview. It's a seven-second date, okay? It just is happening. This is what's going on in that world. I'm going to go, we're going to go really deep into vac in, in a few. So I'm, I'm going to touch on that in a little bit. But this is important, guys. This is not just a listing presentation, not just a buyer, like I mentioned. Personal relationships, dating, relation with your spouse, all those things that come together is it. So it's your clients, just co-brokes. Do you think it's helpful to go into neutral and recognize what modality your co-broke agent is? Won't you like to have a nice transaction? It's a sport, guys. Let me, let me be just like the agent from Turtle Face Real Estate, right, whatever it is. You know, let's just talk to them the way that they're talking. We'll have a smoother transaction. The appraiser, you think it might be good to have the appraiser on your side? Hell yes, I hope he drives the same car I do. Check box one, right? And check his posture, check his tonality, check his energy, his attitude, his mood, his vocabulary. Listen and say, hey, I know you know what you're doing. This might just help you, there's a couple of comps. I'm sure you already have them, you have a wonderful day. While I'm doing this, he likes me, trust me, I'm not gonna do anything wrong to him, right? simple things that make a sense. Um, The co-bro clients, do you think when a client brings Another agent brings your client. You think you should be nice to them too? You think they might want a nice transaction by you just communicating with them? It's everybody. I'm gonna go through examples that I wrote up last night. Your MLS descriptions are gonna have to change. Your bio is gonna have to change. And I've got examples of all of that. The post you're doing on social, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all have to change to cast a wider net. The videos you're doing have to have some conscious thought behind it because who's watching it? Yes, they are watching it. Everybody's watching it. So let's go a little deeper into the representational systems on this one. I'm, and there's there's five, okay? We really talk about three because the other two aren't as common, but I'm gonna to touch on them. So you have visual, auditory, visual obviously sight, auditory they, is they representation. They make their decisions and live their life auditorily. This is their primary representational system. There's deeper ones, but this is the primary one. Kinesthetic is touchy-feely. They kind of work from the heart, from the feel, right? Olfactory is people that have smells they, they actually are driven by smells and gustatory taste right which doesn't happen often but there are some people with food allergies that kind of define them they're kind of gustatory type people right and the people will talk about smells too but primarily it's visual auditory kinesthetic is how people experience the world this is just how they do it let's go through some examples on that
1: let me explain real quick on, on a real broad level if you've ever yeah. went into school and you were you were taking a class And they tried to get you to learn something. The amazing teachers, the excellent teachers all have a similar type of fashion. That is a VAK type fashion. It's a tell, show, do, review. I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna do. I'm gonna auditorily tell you what we're gonna do. I'm gonna show you, kinesthetically, show you what's gonna happen. And we're, I'm sorry, visually gonna happen. I'm going to do it with you, kinesthetically, go over it with you, and then we're gonna review it, all three of them combined and pair it together. So that's how important learning is, communication is, and you have to be able to identify that some people are visual, some people auditory, some people are kinesthetic with the way they understand things, and you have to be able to communicate best in that manner to them, paying attention to the way that they do things, paying attention to the way they talk, the way they move, the way they feel, the way they act, their energy levels, all those are gonna give you hints, whether they're visual, auditory, or kinesthetic. We all use all of them in everyday life but just like we, are, we have two hands, but we're primarily right-handed or left-handed most of the time, you usually go towards that hand that's your primary. Everybody usually has a primary V, A, or K that they go to that makes them feel comfortable, that they learn in, that makes them grow faster, that gives them the best experience. There's usually a primary. And if you can identify that, that's gonna be your key.
0: And the, very good. The simplif- simplification of this one is, this is how they take in information. This is just how they process information. And this is how critical this is, because if Chris walks into my open house and I can figure out that he's a visual person, he only understands visual representations of things, right? So I have to paint a picture, if you will, with my words and show him things so he can see this home, okay? And if I can show it this and he sees it, he's gonna probably like it and he might buy it, okay? The problem is most time agents, we just don't even think about is my, the guy walking in my open house, visual representation, auditory can, I mean, just so far fetched. So not with us guys, this is an elevated tribe. So let's keep this, keep, keep with me. This is how they take in information. So if you happen to be an auditory person, like, hey, come on in I can't wait to tell you about this house. When you talk to the neighbors, you're gonna, yeah, it's a really cool place. So listen to the words. you hear the birds? It's so peaceful and quiet. And you're painting it in such a great, way i'm very visual so i even use those words all the time but you're talking in an auditory fashion to a visual person that's speaking russian to the french guy and that's that's i really want to drive that home because you're you're totally miss the opportunity to connect totally miss the opportunity to sell and make them feel comfortable because they're going to be like what language is this guy speaking i don't like this house out and i'm not joking guys this is how simple it is so they take their information in with their eyes their ears right their hands right their bodies their emotions Everybody does it differently. And it's your primary representational system. And I'm going to show you how we're going to figure it out which, what it is. There's a couple of little tricks here. So visual people tend to speak very fast. Okay. They move their hands a lot, right? That's just kind of what they're doing. And on their head and their shoulders, they're moving. They're sitting upright all the time. They kind of, a lot of times they give importance to their visual appearance, right? These are the ones that they really take the time. They do their hair. They dress well. They put their makeup on. They do the things they want visually to be appealing, visually.
1: They say that a, a, a picture is worth what? What's the phrase? A picture is worth a thousand words, which is why they talk so fast to try and get that picture into your head because they know they can't put the picture out there for you or show you that picture. So they're trying to get that picture across to you using their words. And then they're going to start telling you about the other things, pointing out, look at that, see this, moving their hands around because they're trying to get that to you. A picture is worth a thousand words. Remember that. That's why they talk so fast to try and get it get it across to you.
0: And they're using their hands like this because they're actually trying to paint a picture for you. Look at this. Can you imagine this? We can put this wall here. We could take that wall out and this is where we put our couch. Can you imagine the TV set right here? Look out back. There's the outdoor kitchen. Oh my God, I can see the kids. They're, they're painting pictures. Visual. Boom! In your head. Pay attention. Okay? And pay, pay, pay attention. Especially on Zoom, guys. It's like fish in a barrel. Just got to take a deep breath and pay attention. Auditory people they tend to breathe from the middle of their chest. And if you haven't watched people's breathing patterns, Chris, maybe we can do a whole class on that one day, it's pretty interesting. It's really the breathing good. patterns from the middle of their chest, they get easily distracted by noise. What was that, right? They're, they're in an auditory fashion, that's what happens there, right? They're medium, the talk, fast talkers, they're just a little slower because they wanna make sure that you hear them, okay? And the gestures, they, or they speak, it's normally at the chest level, right? This is just little clues of what, how people are actually communicating when they're in auditory mode. Right? So if they walk in and say, you know, tell me a little bit about this neighborhood you know, I wanna hear, I wanna, how do the neighbors? I'm talking to me. tell me, tell me more. What can you tell me? Tell me some more, right? That's what you're gonna notice here.
1: They try and tone down the other sides, like the hand movements as much and talking so fast, they tone those down a little bit because the hearing is important. Just you ever notice whenever you're trying to park the car or do something else, you turn the radio down so you can focus a little more. That's the auditory side of you trying to connect. But some people are so auditory in everything they do that they can't have those distractions. So that's why they are toning those things down themselves. They're toning the hand gestures down, they're slowing down their pace. They're not talking overly loud, but they're talking at a nice, calm manner, emphasizing words, they're they're doing all of those things so you can hear them better, because that's how they perceive and that's how they learn, that's how they understand.
0: That's right. So it's like the head, right? The visual people speak with their hands up here, auditory eyes, ears, and then we'll go to the kinesthetic people. They talk a little more slowly, right? They have lower breathing. It comes from the diaphragm, the low part of their belly, right? They stand close to who they're talking with. Why? Because they want to get connected and feel close, right? And they have smoother and slower gestures and lower gestures. So as they're talking, their hands might move, but they're lower when they're talking. Visual, auditory, kinesthetic, okay? This is the way you could actually size people up peripheral vision before you even engage in a conversation. The skill is going into neutral that's a huge, huge part of this thing. Uh, The way I look at this, a couple of examples I wrote, the way I look at this is that it's still rather unclear, okay? You've got a visual person. I really don't feel comfortable with this, Chris. Can't can't aesthetic. This doesn't really sound right to me, right? Pay attention because they're going to say these things, guys, and I want on your lead follow-up systems, when I'm making notes, when I talk to people and I'm on an interview or I'm doing anything, you're gonna see on my notes, V A K D I S C, and I will circle what's going on in their world. Because when I glance down, it's like a visual reminder of me, I've got a kinesthetic C, oh man, that's gonna be a stretch, right? For me to really slow my ass down and throw some stats and data in there. I might not even wanna do the appointment, right? But I can, because I understand people and know how to actually deal with them. And so can you, and because let me ask you a question. When you're on a listing presentation, do you think your seller should know that you know this stuff? Do you think this makes a difference? Do you think it makes a difference when there's an open house and you know how to connect with people? Do you think that the sellers might be impressed that you've actually taken the time to further your career, advance your educational knowledge, to talk about how you really pride yourself on people in communications and recognizing their personality styles, by the car they're driving, what they're wearing, How they're looking at you how they're shaking their hands how they're moving their arms at what level they're moving their hands up down slow fast left right right this makes the difference right this is this is these are the things you talk about that make sure no objections come up this puts you in a whole different class a whole different caliber of person guys is what you are and that's what you deserve to be because we are i use the word again an elevated tribe right because we spend a hell of a lot of time making ourselves better Right? And making sure that we practice and we give right, the best that we can give to everybody we're associated with. And damn it, we're worth it. We're worth our money. We're worth our value. And they're lucky to have you working for them. And I want you to pay attention to this.
1: Next level. That's what the, this is your next level. If you haven't given a lot of study time and effort into this, this is next level stuff. This could literally turn your business around, take you to the next level, get you that bump that you need to get to whatever the dreams that you're looking at are just by focusing on these simple things. Because not only is it gonna make your business better, it's gonna help you communicate with your family better, with your friends better, with anybody that's trying to sell you better. You're gonna be able to have everything at another level of communication where everything just takes that next step up for you. That's why okay. it's so important. This is everyday life. This, isn't, this is people in communications, not real estate. So it can elevate every side of your life. But in our business, absolutely imperative if you wanna take it to that next level.
0: You're, you're, you're becoming a Jedi, right? This is just really what you're doing. You're, you're getting levels of skills that most people don't have, which is kind of cool on that one. Now, here's the fun part too. Can you see how you can use this for your benefit also? Let's say I don't want to continue talking with you. Do you think I can unravel this scenario? And if knowing that you're visual and you're a high D, I'm going to switch into a kinesthetic high eye mode and I'm going to repel the shit out of you and you're gone, right? So you could use this for, um, any way you want to make it. You can cut off conversations, you can cut off communications, you can get away from somebody. You can do all what you want to do by just understanding how to work your communication styles. That's, it's, it's fun. It's a sport guys. It's a sport.
1: (laughs) That's true. All
0: right. So this is interesting that I want you guys to pay attention to and talk about next level stuff. Eyes. Okay. The eyes give away VAK. Um, easier to identify when people aren't really moving their hands or anything like that. So they make movements with their eyes as they go inside themselves. And because all the information is stored somewhere in their side of their brain. And they tell you where it is by watching their eyes because the eyes are like the little mouse going up on the computer. You've got to follow it and it goes to where it wants to go. So they store their information in a way that it's individual auditory or kinesthetic. So let's go through what happens here. All right, so. This is fascinating, guys, watch this. So the left side of your brain is where you have um, made up shit, right? Constructed, left is constructed, right is remembered. Right, remembered, left is made up, okay? It's just the way it is. So when you're talking with me, you ask me a question, if my eyes go open to the right, what am I doing? Am I remembering or am I making shit up? Remember. Right is remembered, right remembered, right remembered. So where, what did you do last night? Oh God, let me think about what I did last night. Okay. What did you do last night? Um, let me come up with some bullshit about what I did last night. Give me a second. Let me, let me paint myself a picture that I can lie to you about and tell you. Hang on one second. So, if I go up to my left, I'm constructing things, I'm making things up. If I go to my right, I am remembering. Okay, so up is visual, right? Because eyes are higher than ears and then the feelings are low. So up and right is I'm remembering something visual, up and to the side, I'm remembering something auditory, up and down or down and right is um, kinesthetic. I'm having an internal dialogue with myself. Somebody's they're talking to themselves. They're telling themselves something. They're, 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 they're selling themselves in an the internal dialogue. So when you're watching people, they're going to tell you what's going on inside of them by you just paying attention. Now, once again, do you think I can be even remotely concerned about what my next line is can I say, uh, tell me again, where are you moving to? Well, right. I can't say that. I have to know my scripts, guys. When do you plan on moving it? where do you move around? I gotta fix it. When do we again? what do you connect? What would that be? Well, I gotta know those lines. I have to know the listing presentation. Like you're able to take five, 20 minutes. Able to minutes. from no one, number two, You gotta be able to have this stuff down so you can pay attention and say, ah, somebody's making shit up, right? Because they just went up to the left and over to there. So I've got an auditory creative who's making stuff up let me figure out how, hey, talk to me a little bit more about that. Tell me more about what you're talking about. Notice the words, talk with me, tell me more, because I saw your eyes go that way. So I know we're going deep, but it's not hard. Right, remembered, visual, auditory, kinesthetic. So up and down, left.
1: Yep. The screen is meant like that, so you see it and understand it. Visually remembering things to the right, that's not supposed to be the actual person, because it's to the person's right. If I go up to my right, that's visual. If yes. I go, Down to my right, that's kinesthetic. Me, so it's mirrored for you when you're looking at them. If that person goes up and to the right, so it's done like that. It it can't, I understand where you got confused with that with the chats that are online. But you think the person right, remember they look to their right. The person that's looking at their right is going to be remembering, not your right, their right,
0: correct, correct. So, right, remember just remember, remember, right, remembered, visual auditory, kinesthetic, visual, auditory, kinesthetic. Not hard, make a little chart for yourself and then your lead follow-up forms. In fact, Chris, maybe we should let's come up with a new lead follow-up form. That'd be kind of cool. So are they V-A-K-D-I-S-C and as an up-down. I mean, God, imagine this. Imagine being able to go to a presentation and say, let me tell you how to do my follow-up. I recognize D-I-S-C, V-A-K. Are they telling me visual auditor? I do everything on Zoom the best I can because I can actually have my script with me, right? And I can actually pay attention and really look closely at you. That's a powerful thing, right? So some modalities, just to touch on this for a second. These are the little things going deeper, but a lot of you are ready for this. Smells can be pleasant or offensive, stronger light. Taste can be sweet or bitter or stronger mild, okay? Now the finer distinctions there, the, what we talked about before is modalities, these are submodalities, modalities and it's, it just tells you a little bit deeper. So people like people are like themselves. So if I say, man, that smell is really offensive. Just saying, hey, what is that smell? I'm already connecting with you. If I go deeper to the submodalities, that is a little offensive, right? Then you go in a little bit deeper into the submodalities it builds the connection a lot stronger there. So that's-
1: When you think of the word modality, think of the word, think of recipe. This is somebody's recipe to make them feel a certain way or connect a certain way. So the the modalities here are gonna be the ingredients. The submodalities are gonna be how much of those ingredients and then even further is going to be how you treat those ingredients while you're preparing. So there's, re- recipe is a great way to identify your in right. somebody. This is the recipe I need to inject or inflect into this conversation or into this communication so I can get them to communicate with me, to understand me, to like me, or vice versa. It's, it's the recipe to communicate.
0: That's right. To build the trust. It's sure. the recipe for trust. All right. So, this is what it's about. This is where, the, this is where it comes to, to, to play right here. The law of neutrality. So if every transaction is worth $130,000 to you, which we established yesterday, it is, then let's pay attention to every client. I don't care if it's a, a first-time home buyer of a mobile home. Okay, They're worth $130,000 to you guys. So It's not the check. It is the future business. It is the connection of that tribe. Right, so get unattached to a transaction, guys. It's never about a transaction. It's about the relationship and the connection to that person because you never know when their uncle hits the lottery and buys a $12 million beach house from you, right? So remember that. That's a huge important part of this business too. So we have to shift into neutral. This is the number one skill that makes the difference between those who are successful and happy and those who haven't figured it out yet, right? It's being able to shift into neutral, which means if you put your car in a neutral, you're not going anywhere right? You're not going forward. You're not going reverse. You're sitting there. Neutral is sitting there in neutral and observing, right? Even from a distance, watching what's going on, right? Now let's go tactical for a second. Emails. God, I love them. Text messages. Love them. Why? Talk about giving me just an unfair advantage. Let me dissect your email for a moment and you're going to tell me so much about yourself. If it's short, abbreviated to the point, thank you, nice high D, right? If it's flowery, a bunch of words and you can't, you know, you could have said this thing in three sentences, but you made it 14 paragraphs, high I, right? And then you're telling me visual words, auditory, kinesthetic, right? They're, the words that they're using, the sub choice, the vocabulary, they're they're are they throwing emojis in, are they not emoji people? Everything, they're telling you, here I am, blah, right? So you get to say, wow, this is cool. Let me think for a second and let me respond back in a way that they're gonna say, where have you been all my life? You're just like me. And they wanna give you that hug, okay? Pay attention, go into neutral, don't respond yet. Think, look, react, okay? That's the beautiful thing about that. So that's what the emails and the text message, they're giving you their signals with their car that they're driving, guys, right? You can tell so much about somebody by looking at the car that they're driving, the color, the style, how they're dressing, what are they looking like? What are they wearing? Like get into their Facebook account. Most people have them public, so they don't care, right? Go Google them. Check out their Facebook profile. You're gonna know so much about what they're wearing, what they're doing, who they're hanging out with, what they're doing, what are their interests. They scroll down the about me section and you're gonna see their favorite bands. You're gonna see their favorite shows, their books that they're using, the places that they check into. I mean, come on. It's just like an open book of everything in the planet you could possibly wanna know about them. Before I go in a listing presentation, there's nothing I don't know. I'm Googling the hell out of them. I'm LinkedIn, I'm Facebook, Instagram, what's up? Yeah,
1: not to jump subjects, but that's exactly why our listing process is done the way that it is oh, spread out over a period of time to give you an opportunity to gather as much information in this neutral stage as you possibly can. So when you sit down in that living room, game on, this is now hand-to-hand combat. I'm going to earn your trust and you're going to list with me. We are going to connect. You have everything you need to go into battle per se to earn their respect. So that's why that process is set up like this. So we can go through, go into neutral, shut everything down. When your brain starts telling you, well, they did this because of this. And I can't believe that. And you start getting all that. No, shut it off and just start observing. Let's pull it all in. Let's fill up the bucket with as much as we possibly can and then dissect it and say they're this, they're this, they're this. If I was this, how would I communicate? If I was that, how would I communicate? If I did that, what should I do with that? And I think those lead forms would be awesome to be able to pick those things out. When you identify these, these are things you can do. When you identify this, these are things you could do. That would be awesome.
0: And if you don't do these things, you're gonna go into battle. You're gonna go try to win this presentation. When you do these things, you're just strutting in arm in arm as their friend. No one's going to battle themselves, right? Pay attention to who they are and walk in and be like them. Give them the highest level of respect of of appreciating them as a person and allowing them to communicate the way that they are and communicate with them. Make it easy, guys. Take the friction out of this business. Come on, right? Give them a great experience. Let them sign a contract. Give you an amazing testimonial and tell all their friends about you. That's all we're talking about. Stop making it difficult. It doesn't make any sense. doesn't. So do it. Figure it out. Go on to Remind. Find somebody's a high self-score. Go stalk the crap out of them and then call them with the same modalities you think that they actually are operating in and go into neutral and listen to them. It's fun. this goes back to scripts, right? Absolutely needed. And we're getting into scripts a lot more when we get into scripts, but I just wanted to hit on these things because you got to get the words out of the way and repeating, and it's really attracting and repelling. So let's go a little deeper. The science, more science of connecting. People don't know who you are yet. So let's talk about your bio for a second. Your bio is your Amazon review, right? People are gonna read about you. I was talking to an agent the other day, got a great listing and I asked, how did you get it? They called in, right? Because they went to the office, they knew they wanted to buy in this area. They searched in the area, they saw some reviews, they went onto the website, they read several agents' bios, they picked her because they liked her. They trusted her, they felt comfortable with her, they connected with her. She got the phone call, she got the business, game over, okay? Not hard, but let's talk about this.
1: It happens a lot. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, why wouldn't it? Because guys, it's the largest financial transaction. It's a pretty intimate relationship, would you imagine? I mean, you're getting into the nitty gritty details of their home, their life, and their family, right? And their money, right? It doesn't get a lot more intimate than that, right? They have to feel something. Why would they let somebody and they don't really like and trust? They won't. If they do it, they're gonna do it begrudgingly and you're gonna have a terrible, terrible experience with that client. So let's give them a good one.
1: That's exactly what I was just gonna say. I mean, there's people out there who don't let people into their house. Their house is their sanctuary. Nobody comes to their house. Their friends don't come over. They have nobody in. Salespeople don't get past the first little step and you are walking into that house and they're gonna be uncomfortable and you have to find a way to get them to be the most comfortable. And they already started with your bio, so they already feel a little more comfortable with you, which is why you're walking in the door in the first place. That happens so much more than you would think. I get calls all the time that say that. A lot of our agents get calls all the time that say that exact same thing. I read your bio, I see you're from here, I see you enjoy this, and we used to live there, we used to do this, your kids are the same age, whatever that is. You hit them already, which gave you that open door to get into the living room. That's one of the first steps. And now you give them that respect of connecting with them in every other way when you walk in so they feel even more comfortable with that. It just lets all of the walls down, and it makes it such an easy process.
0: And and you're right. And tell everything about you because we need to find three commonalities, guys. So spit it out there. I like to fish. I like to golf. I like to play with the kids. We do softball. I do yoga. I walk on the beach. I love sunsets. I like pina coladas something okay and then who's reading it i don't know i don't care you better hit disc and you better hit vak because it's a you don't know you want to be able to whoever reads this needs to say i like that person okay and if you're just doing it in your mode you're only going to connect people that happen to be in that mode so i just wrote little samples because your number one assignment today tonight is going to be rewrite your bio right and look here's the disc i just wrote this down as examples I like to get things done, okay? I also like to have a good time, right? I'm a stickler for details, dotting my I's, crossing my T's, and most important, I love building long-lasting relationships, right? There's my D, I, S, and C. Wiggle it in your own words, but put it in there, guys, because the Esther reads that it's gonna say, oh, they like long-lasting relationships, mm. The C is saying, dotting an I's and crosses T's, it's exactly what I wanted. Having a good time, hell yeah. We're gonna have drinks in the car when we're looking at houses, right? And then the other person gets stuff done, good. That's the type of person I want. I don't wanna waste time. Got it, guys? Throw it out there because you don't know who's reading and you wanna have them all say yes. V-A-K, hey, I'm gonna show you around and let's see what looks exciting to you. This is in your bio, guys. I can't wait to see you. I'll show you around, let's see what looks exciting to you. And I'm definitely gonna listen and I'll tell you everything you wanna hear, okay? And while I get a good feel, for what's most important to you and your family, I wanna make sure you're comfortable that you make the right decision. Got it? Visual, auditory, kinesthetic, D, I, S, C. If I read your bio right now, and you read your bio right now, it's okay, but it's not okay going forward, right? To a next, it's not your next level bio. Your current bio is, hey, this is me. Hey, look, check out me. This is me, 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 me. This is what I do. This is me, 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 right? And that's gonna work for a sliver of the population that happens to be like you. I don't want you to just deal with just a sliver of the population. It's just like, yeah, I want you to deal with the whole population and be able to pick those and and choose those who you want to work with, right? And attract and repel. Now this is just to get the phone call. This is to get the appointment. And then you can decide if you wanna work with this person or not, or refer them out. That's a powerful way to have your business. You guys agree with that? Get to that next level on that. So there's your bio. Who's looking at your house? Who's on Zillow? Who's on realtor.com? Who's reading your profile? into testimony, it's property description. Guys, this is the dating profile for your listing. You're trying to find that match, right? That's what you're doing. But who's reading it? Is it a D, is it an I, is it an S, is it a C, is it a V, is it an A, is it a K? The answer is yes, right? And do you think your seller might appreciate the fact that you know this and you do something about it? So here's a good example of a disc home dating profile. This home's impe- impeccable as you deserve and expect the best. Who's that for? The D right? Always wants the best and they deserve it. And damn well, they expect it, right? That has really fun, entertaining areas to gather with friends and loved ones. Who's going to like that? Your uh, it's been thoroughly and routinely maintained perfectly. Who's going to appreciate that?
1: Your C and your, it's a combination too. It's going to be your your S and your C a little bit both. The S yep. most You'll actually see mostly because it's maintained. It's perfect. It's going to be here and there. Everything's in order. And then your last one, you provide warmth and comfort of home. That's your S. That's, oh, I can sit down and relax. And I can invite people over. And it'll be just my, it's my place, my comfort place.
0: Warmth, warmth. It's so warm. I just feel so warm, right? Mm -hmm. Guys, come on. It's not hard. Give people what they want. And this is everybody. Now, the fun part is when they call you, and you have this skill set, now you're gonna really pay attention to when they're calling you and what they're saying to you and what representational system are they in, are they D's, I's, S's, and you're gonna actually have fun selling with them, right? With them, notice not to them, with them alongside of them. So that's what's gonna happen. Then your VAK, you need to be talking about that in your house too. Once you find, Once you look at this house, you will clearly see a fun, happy, loved home waiting for you. It's as if you're telling yourself, this is it. And the more time we spend talking about it, when you meet the cool neighbors, it's gonna become more and more certain that this feels like home, okay? I don't care if you use these words or not, guys. This is not say copy paste. This is the intent is to make you think and say, okay, let me read the description of every listing I have right now. And am I touching VAK? All of them. Am I touching DISC? All of them. And if you're not, you're not doing our clients a a good service. You're just not, you can do better and you can get to a next level. And these are the things you need to be talking about on your listing presentations, guys. This will make the difference from them not saying, well, Joe Bob will do it for 4%. Well, they go to freaking Joe Bob because he doesn't know shit. Ask him about single agency, ask him about DASC, VAK, some modalities. how he's gonna interview and, and interrogate the buyers to actually know what's going on. How's he gonna pre-qualify your people? Wait till you get into contract negotiations tomorrow with Craig and Kat, right? This is the part. Stand up for your value and show them that you're different and you're better and you're at a different level, guys. This is business. This is sales. This is what we do, right? Come on, you have extra features and benefits. You should charge more, right? You go buy the AMG package, double turbo V twelve with the extra moon roofs, LED lights, and the cup holders and extra sit badass stereo system. You don't get it for the base model, guys. You pay more for good things. You're great, right? Stand up for your value. Sell your value and tell people what they're getting when they get you. And when they get us, they get us as a group. Guys, they're not just hiring you, they're hiring us. You have 450 badass ninja warriors that are out there talking to their clients in the same way. We, it's, it's a great, 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 great upsell, guys. And you need to be really paying attention to what you're actually bringing in there, right? It's just fun. God, I get passionate about it because guys, it's so simple.
1: It's a, it's a good way to, to not only respect yourself, to respect the client, to respect your brand, to respect the other agents, because doesn't it mean something to you when you go out and you give that kind of amazing experience to somebody, and they're talking to somebody else on the street who says, oh, yeah, I hired that Beggins. Beggins, oh, they're amazing, they're awesome. And next thing you know, the reputation grows too, which helps your business. So it's all inclusive. It's every part of your business that grows, the brand, the company, you, your tribe, your sphere, your past clients. Everybody benefits when you can take all of these tools and implement them and make them a part of your business. Everybody benefits, and it just makes everybody's life that much better, that much easier. And like you said, you're selling with them, not to them at that point, and it just makes the whole process just come together.
0: They feel comfortable, guys, because you can't sell anybody a house. They're gonna like it or they're not. You just have to be able to nudge them and say, good idea. I think it is a good thing for you to do. That's really what we do. And as long as they trust you, you're gonna make sure you're gonna look after them, of course, but that's really what we do. So let's play the last few minutes, Chris, I wanna have some fun with it and do kind of a little role play, right? And let's, let's talk as if I, um, I just met you, you just called in on a property, right? Sure. And let's just but forget scripts. I would just wanna go modalities for a second here. So let's just get, let's go there. So my phone rings, ring, ring, ring. Uh,
1: are, are you the agent?
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll be the agent. Um, hello. Hi, hi, this is Jeff.
1: Hi, I was calling about a property over in the area.
0: Oh, Are you calling about a property? Good. You got the right person. I have got amazing knowledge in the whole area here. Who am I speaking with?
1: My name's Chris. My name is Chris Reed. I'm actually, um, I'm I'm going to be looking to move into the you know the St. Pete area, and I just wanted to get an idea of what the properties are selling for, and you know I'm really looking for a great agent that can kind of help me out. I want to do some interviewing.
0: Great. All right. So Chris, Mr. Chris Reed, I'm very glad that you reached out to me, and um, so let me get this straight. So just so I understand, so St. Pete, something that you're interested in moving in, you just want to get an idea for the area. And kind of looking around and see if you can find a great agent, and then you want to do some interviewing, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I just, I mean, I really don't know what the next step is going to be, and I'm just really looking to kind of get get some help here. What what can you what can you help okay, me great. out?
0: Well, let's that? talk about. Sure. Yeah, let's talk about what the next steps are, and and you're looking to see what the next steps are. Let me show you. What's most important to you when when you're looking around? What are you looking for in St. Peter? Let me ask a question. Where are you from right now? Where do you live?
1: Oh, I, I live up in Pennsylvania, so I'm up up in the middle of
0: the woods. Okay, up in the middle of the woods, up in Pennsylvania. Why St. Pete? What brings you down this way? Is it definitely St. Pete? Is it the Tampa Bay area? You know, how much you know about the area? What What's going on? Uh, well, take take have, me a picture.
1: I have some family that lived outside of the Tampa Bay area, and some other family that lived in Seminole area. So. Uh, I'm just, I'm looking to get out of this, the, the Northeast. I'm looking to get out of the cold. I'm, I'm really looking for something that's a little more laid back and a little more easy going. And, you know, I love, I, I love the warm weather, the sunsets and the beaches. And I just, you know, I think it's time for a change for me.
0: Man, <laughs> I'll tell you what, you're looking in the right spot. I'll tell you what, getting out of that woods and you really want to find kind of a laid back lifestyle wait till you see the sunsets and just no matter where you live here whether it's Seminole where your other family lived or somewhere outside the tampa bay just feeling and smelling and just looking at the sunset the lifestyle is amazing so what's important to you in the next home
1: uh i need i need some room for my kids and my family so you know i've got two kids and a dog so i need a little bit of room for them uh cool. we, want be, we want to be close to some of our other families so about you know 45 minutes to an hour away from the ones that live in the area um is that seminal uh, one of them's in Seminole, the other's just north in the Spring Hill area. So you know, being an hour away from them, um, we really like to be close to the beach. And you know, I work from home, so you know, the home really has to be—it's really got to be special. It's really got to be something that gives us the space for work, for family. We have—it's got to it's gotta be able to include all of those things for us. That's that's very important to our family.
0: The space sounds like it's really important. You have room for how old are the kids, Chris?
1: Uh, two and six
0: two and six okay how much fun is that that's cool and you said you have a dog one dog two dog
1: yeah, one, one dog
0: what kind of dog do you have
1: he's a rescue dog so my uh, my, family, my family's always rescued dogs and you know give them give them a good home so that, that's what those are the things that it, it, it's special and it means something to us to be able to provide a good house a good home for our family for the dogs for everybody and then for work
0: you know, it's a special type of person, I think, that does the rescues. they really, I think mean, there's good karma coming your way. So we'll find you a great house. So you get to the room for the kids, the room for the dog, giving you the whole space. It sounds like it's important. So you work from home. What kind of business are you in, Chris?
1: Uh, I Me? Mean, so I'm in, I'm in IT.
0: Oh, great. Okay. That's a very talented craft these days and a lot, of, a lot of work there. So you have IT that you're working in right now. So you said close to the beach. Everyone's got a different a def- definition of that. What is close? So, we got family in Seminole, some in Spring Hill, want to be close to the beach and you work from home, you want a lot of room for the kids and the dogs. A couple questions for you. What does room for kids and a dog mean to you? Right? Sure. Like, what is that? How much space and what does space define
1: it to me? So, I would say two bedrooms, I'm sorry, uh, three bedrooms, you know, one for us, one for each kid, a guest room, and then uh, two separate office spaces. You know that's that's going to be really important that would make that would make a lot of sense for us uh if it has a bonus or extra room for the kids that they could have as a separate living room that'd be good um as far as the beach we would really like to be i just want to be able to go to the beach and if it starts raining it's only a, it's only a short drive home and i didn't waste my whole day packing up drugging everything out to the beach like slopping everything over my shoulders Taking the time to go out there and then having to drive home through traffic. I mean, that's the most, that's the most stressful thing whenever we get down there.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. You don't need that stress. Just imagine sloughing everything out there. Yeah. Rain, you don't want to do that. So what's close to you? I know everyone's kind of used to different things. So when you say close to the beach, is that a 10 minute drive, a 30 minute drive, 45 minute drive, 20, um, what's.
1: I'd say 15 to 25 minutes would probably be good.
0: 15, 25. Okay. Good deal guys see see what i'm what are we doing here what am i doing
1: i think it's dissect that it's important that you note that the the repeating and affirm we didn't touch on that a lot and we barely touched on that but that is absolutely key i i know what he's doing and i'm sitting over here going man this guy's making me feel comfortable like he's it just makes it easier i loosen up so much more as he repeats and affirms the words that i said to him and it made me feel that much better about what I could tell him next. It made me feel that much more comfortable that he was gonna understand, he was going to listen, and he knew what it meant to me when I said those words, just by doing that simple thing of repeating and affirming what I said. That right there earns so much trust, and when you do it in a tone, this way that I delivered it, when you deliver it back the same way, it makes it even more imperative, or it makes it even more impactful to me.
0: And the little things, it's repeating and approving because people like people like himself. His name was Chris, Chris Reed, right? So I said, all right, great to meet you, Chris, Mr. Chris Reed, okay. The same damn thing he said, all I did was do it. Also, these are my notes from our conversation, okay? If you're not doing that, you're not doing a good job. I've got visual, I've got look, I got feel, I got space, I got room, I got dog, I got two kids, I got two, I got six. I got beach. I got 45 minute, right? I have this, this is me paying the best amount, highest level of respect I can to my potential client because I can't pay attention to everything you said. He was rapid firing stuff at me, guys. He gave me so much information. I didn't even get to write it all down, but I had enough, right? I could, I could replay that whole conversation with the way he was doing it. And if you notice his tonality change too, he was slow sometimes and he'd get excited about other things and he slowed back up, get excited, and then I'd slow back down, get excited, and I'd use his word choices back, right? This is what we're doing. Now, I may not be the only agent he's come in contact with, but I'm probably the one he's gonna wanna stay in contact with, okay? And that's my ultimate job is to have that connection, to have that just feel comfortable that we're ready to go, okay? So that, we hit our time, time flies when we're having fun, I hope you guys got a lot out of this and um, we just guys use it, reach out with any questions and thank you for your time guys. It's a, it's an honor to be able to share all this stuff with you guys. Have a wonderful day and enjoy the next sessions.